Welcome in, everybody. Hey, guys, it's Wednesday, and we are officially on the air. Yes, sir. So we skipped a beat this week, and we decided to do it today instead of yesterday, and uh, just thankful that Bud gets another day off because yeah. of... Um, Memorial Day. Memorial Day. Yeah, or get get lucky with having those holidays off, you know? Yeah, dude. Yeah. It comes through on Wednesday for me if yeah. it's a Monday or anything like that. So it's nice. Get a little late start on the week. Yep. And so you've been busy this week, you know, Memorial Day. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, well, just uh, briefly, so Memorial Weekend is always really um, a great <clears throat> time for me to reflect. Yeah. And that was the day that, and I shared, I think, like on one of the first few podcasts that that was the day that Andrea and I actually, your mommy and I, we, um, we took off. Yeah. And so we've officially been living together for 30 years. <laughs> so it's really cool. Yeah. And so wow, in November, then we'll be married for 30 years. So yeah. So we hit the, the 30 year mark. And one of the things that, um, that I was just thinking about that as I was reflecting on that yeah. was, uh, Proverbs 31, uh, verse 10 and 11, and it says, Who can find a virtuous wife for her worth is far above mm-hmm. rubies? The heart of her husband safely trusts her, so he'll no, have no lack of gain. And that's really, you know, just um, how it's been for me for these 30 years, you know, and just uh, just loving my wife and loving the time that we've had and, and just a, awesome. a special thing. And, and also um, eight years ago, uh, May 25th, was when um, our pastor uh, left yeah. And uh, went home to be with the Lord. Yeah. And so, um, <clears throat> and then seven years ago, we were actually in Moore, Oklahoma, helping yeah. out on our first disaster relief. I know. So, dude, a Thing lot of things happened this on started. this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, it's just, uh, just a, a great time for us just to think and meditate and just, uh, you know, remember the ones that, that have gone before us and, you know, that sacrificed ultimately their lives for us. And, um, yeah, so it's... Good stuff, man. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. So speaking of that, dude, something pretty funny to share was, um, okay, so my company, they sent us out these um, posts, you know, that we could share on yeah. social media and stuff right. like that. And we don't create them or anything like that. We just share it, you know. And so so we got one um, for Memorial Day. And, okay. um, and it says, Happy Memorial Day, you know, remembering those, you know, who... Um, you know, sacrifice or whatever, you know, something like something of that nature. Yeah. And so then I just post that and, and I just, I, 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 Memorial weekend is, is a big deal for me because of some of those things I shared about, you know, number one was that was the start of our life, me and yeah. Andrea's our life together. So that's a huge thing for me. And then of course, eight years ago with the pastor passing on Memorial weekend, you know, when he actually got, mesothelioma from the Navy from serving during Vietnam war, you know, and happened to pass on that weekend. That is crazy. And so it's just a huge thing, dude. And so anyway, so I'm, I'm like big on just remembering those that have gone ahead of us, you know, because Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people who've lost loved ones to, you know, given the ultimate, ultimate sacrifice. Yeah. So anyway, so I posted something like that, like, thank you. uh, Or just remembering those that have given the ultimate sacrifice, you know, like this. So then I, I get a call from a friend and and I didn't happen to answer it and I'm kind of glad that I didn't because <laughs> I might have I might have responded wrong but I get exactly what he was saying but he says um, hey uh, Jay just want to tell you you know that you posted Happy Memorial Day and it's not happy you know this is a day to reflect and 
if you say that it's happy, then that means it's just people taking a day off. Mm. So dude, I had a lot to respond to that, but I didn't, you know, and cause he's a friend, you know, and I love him. And, um, but I was like, wow, you know, it's like, okay, so let's think about this for a moment. Jesus gave his ultimate sacrifice, right? Yeah. By dying on the cross for us. Right. Does he want us to be joyful and happy? Well, let's just think about that too. Is it called bad Friday? Right. Exactly. Dude. It's called good Friday, right? <laughs> yeah, it's called good Friday. Yeah, dude. And so it was like, it just kind of like, like I said, I had a lot to share with that. I get what he was saying, you know, and I, and I understand that. Yeah. And probably if I would have created the, the picture post, I wouldn't have put happy Memorial day. I would have, you know, said something like I, I had stated in that, but you know, I'm just grabbing onto what our company is, is doing, mm-hmm. you know? So it's just, um, anyways, so well, what do you say for that? Yeah, how do you respond um, to yeah, something like I that? Mean, you know, well, what I mean, how like, do you even say happy? Like, what's the correct way to say happy Memorial? Like, um, <laughs> Memorial Day. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know. Dude, you, what, morning Memorial Day. You know, yeah. or I mean, it's it's like I get that it's a it's it's a day that has a lot of meaning to me, right? You know, but I'm not going to sit around and mourn. No. You know, I'm going to think yeah. that I'm going to think about those that have gone ahead of us. Right. But I really think that, you know, as I've talked to many different families who have soldiers who yeah. have passed, they all don't want to be looked down upon or, you yeah. know, looked at worse because their, um, their family members gave what they wanted to give. Yeah. You know, right. like they did the ultimate sacrifice. Right. And it's kind of interesting because I was reading this morning in, um, in the business of honor. And, um, and one of the things that he was saying was um, this, this whole section was talking about receiving and how, um, how if we don't receive like a gift from someone, then he, and, and he kind of reflected on this. Let me, let me just step back a little bit. Yeah. So um, he was talking about how he um, is always a giver. And, um, and so he was saying how if you are never, if you can never receive when you're a giver, that means that most likely you're just always doing it out of control. And mm. like, you need to learn how to receive as well. And so mm. he said, let me give you an example. King Solomon and uh, the queen of Sheba. And when she came and she gave all these gifts to Solomon, right? Yeah. Now what happens to Solomon? Cause we knew that Solomon had wealth above wealth. Right. What happens if he says, no, I don't really need your gifts. You know, what would you do? How would she respond? Mm. You know, like she wouldn't think that she was worthy of that, right? Worthy to right. give him gifts. Like his gifts didn't mean anything. Yeah, they weren't enough. not good enough right? for you. Yeah. And so he received those gifts. And so by receiving those gifts, he was giving her honor. And so when we reject gifts, then we are re- rejecting like the honor that we should be giving to others, you know? Right. So I'm saying that because if you reject the gift that was ultimately given to us, like number one, Jesus Christ dying for us. If you reject that, then you're rejecting giving honor to him. But the number two, all those fallen soldiers that went ahead of us and did all that for us. Yeah. If we don't honor them by continuing to live, continue to have joy, continue to have happiness, continue to have those things, then it's almost like that we're um, just rejecting the gift Mm -hmm. and we're not giving them honor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What's that? What's the no greater sacrifice than for those who lay down one life for another? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Dude. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think that 
people just kind of lose sight of what the real meaning is between just all the different kinds of holidays, right? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And it's, yeah, people just always have their own agendas with different things. Yeah. And try yeah. to make things all political and, you know, and Critical. it's just like, yeah, criticize, yeah. you know, your posts. Like, you're just trying yeah. to be like, hey, happy Memorial Day, yeah. you know? Like, right. And, yeah, people just... Yeah, and it was kind of a bummer because he's a friend, you know, and, and yeah. so I just never responded. I was like, you yeah, know it's probably the best thing. I'm just going to do a ghost here on this one. <laughs> <laughs> because, I, you know, I was always taught, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. So yeah, I, I did not have it. anything nice to say at that point, you know, but I'll give him a call here in a couple of days and, yeah. you know, just work it out. Yeah. Yep. So That's you got to do. Yeah, dude. So, you know, we, we've been talking about this time of quarantine and COVID and everything being as a time of reset. Yes. And so we've been just kind of talking a lot about, okay, so now we've reset. Yeah. So now what do we do? Yeah. We restart. Right. Reset and restart. I love that. That's going to be what we're, we're talking about today. We're going to talk about restarting what that looks like and how we do it. Yeah, dude. I love that. So I was reading this post the other day. And it, and it's, and it was the story that he was sharing and, um, and I want to share it with y'all. So he says, I remember being on the boat not too long ago and thinking about the wind to some, the wind is intimidating. They only see the wind as resistance and view it through the lens of a challenge. It's there to hinder growth, not to help it to others. The wind is a gift. These people see wind as the fuel they need to move their boat in the right direction. It's an opportunity to move further along on their journey faster. Some weather, same weather condition, but different outlook. It's like that in life, right? A problem can be the wind that stops us or the wind that pushes us forward. One person's failure is another person's fuel. We get to choose how we interpret what's going on in our lives. Our ability to succeed is only limited by our perspective. Mm-hmm. And so I love that, dude. When I was reading that, I was like, man, that is so true. Like for some people, they do see um, this, uh, this time as a time of hindrance yeah. and for others, others are seeing this as a time for, for growth, you know, and, and it's really, it's all about perspective, you know, and, and, right. um, and what are they going to, you know, how are we going to take this all in, you know? And like, I, I remember uh, hearing a message about the churches, you know, and how it's talking about, you know, some people are saying like, this is killing the churches. And in fact, it's not, in fact, it's thriving. The churches, like the churches right. are growing, like by, numbers like huge numbers well you just think back to let's just say easter for example yeah we had the most ever people tune in for a live um sermon right ever ever with uh harvest right and it was like what was 15 15 point something million people yes right and i mean like how can you say like one thing that I'm just going to throw this out here. Throw it out, man. And you know, it might be a little confrontational, <laughs> I guess, <laughs> but I feel like this, I feel like we need to address this because I feel like people want to know. Yeah. People want to talk about it. Right. Right. I know I've kind of want to talk about well, it. Let's so talk about let's it. Let's just dude. talk about table it. Table talk. This table talk. So, I mean, just, just even just thinking about this, you know, thinking about this wind and just, thinking about this, what you're talking about with just the different perspectives Mm -hmm. with this time Mm -hmm. right now. And so you have the perspective, like I think the one thing that just really doesn't sit right 
with mm-hmm. me that has just kind of come from since the beginning of my true time walking with the Lord Yeah, is how Christians are always trying to fight Christians. Yes. And I was talking about this with, with my buddy Brax last mm-hmm. night, um, just how the church is coming against each other just really turns me off. Me too. About the Christian religion. Right. And so like this started for me um, back in Bible college, and I think I've talked about that on the mm-hmm. podcast before. Yeah of just how, you know, everybody loved to debate and fight mm-hmm. about non-essentials. Yeah. Is what I call them. Right. right? Because That's a great way they're, to say it. they're not going to make or break whether you're going to heaven or not. Yeah. Right. They're yep. not going to make or break your relationship with God. Yeah. So I call them non-essentials. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we have these things going on right now yeah. that are bringing up a lot of non-essentials. Oh, totally, dude. Yes. Okay. So mm. let's just start. Masks. Some for instance. Masks. Yes. Okay. You got some Christians saying, hey, masks are stupid. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it goes back to what we were saying at the beginning of this. Right. Is, hey, we're not fearing this. Right. Right. We don't fear death. Yeah. Death sting is gone, right? Right. Because we have God that went to the cross for us. Yep. We don't fear death. Right. We know where we're going. Right. So we don't fear that. We don't fear the virus. Right. We were just respecting it. Yes. You know? Yep. And it's it's a whole thing like, hey, you want to wear a mask? Cool. You yeah. don't? Cool. Right. You know? And, but you don't need... It was the same thing that Chris was saying at the beginning mm. of all this is just because your faith is so strong on a level with God doesn't mean Mm -hmm. others people's faith is right there with you. Right. You know, like he was saying like, Hey, I'm not going to come up to you and kiss you and hug (laughs) you. And you know, just because I believe that the Lord's going to protect me from this, you know, right. Because you might not feel that way. Yeah. And that's what just the thing that bothers me is why do some people have to push on Mm -hmm. to everybody? Like, this is how it should be. Right. You know, nobody should be wearing masks. Nobody, every, everybody should be wearing masks yeah. or, you know, churches. Right. People are talking about the churches being prosecuted yeah. or persecuted. persecuted. Right. Sorry. Sorry, man. Um, <laughs> I'm with you, dude. Hopefully all the followers are with you too. I know, right? <laughs> Not prosecuted. Okay. Churches are being persecuted, persecuted. Right. during this time. Yes. And, to it's me, so frustrating. to me, I'm just like, seriously, right? How are the churches like you have the president of the United States standing up for churches right, right now? Yeah, he's telling we live in California, right? We have Governor Newsom, yep. And Governor Newsom has obviously been trying to keep the doors closed on the church, yeah. Okay, I could see that, right? Right, but when you have the dude way above Newsom, yeah, saying writing letters to him saying, hey man. You're about to impose on freedom of religion, yeah, and impose on some of these people's rights. Like yep. you better start doing the right thing, out, right? Yeah, you know, like so. How can you say the church is being prose- or persecuted, dude? Why keep going back I, to prosecute? You know, we were talking about this the other night, yeah, and it's really frustrating to me because you know if we really think that this is persecution, then we're in some serious trouble. Yeah, like man, because, you guys just wait. Yeah, yeah, exactly, dude. Because like I was bringing up, you know, every other religion and other every other large gatherings yeah. are all in the same boat. Right. So if this was persecution, Judaism, right. Catholicism, yes. Buddhist, yes. Muslim, yes. whatever. All, yeah, all of them. Every one of them. You know, and um, 
And so if this was directed strictly at Christians, then it would just be Christians. Mm-hmm. You can't gather. Right. You know, and it would be against that. But there are large groups all over that are not able to gather. Yeah. And so so I I do. I I get fearful, man, honestly. That yeah. if we as a church really think that this is persecution because Well, let's is, just let's just take ourselves out of our Americanized church and let's just go take a step in Africa. Right. Or, you know, some other continent and right. see how the church is being persecuted. Yes. Because you want to talk about churches being persecuted over there, but yeah, where, you know, villages are being burned, burned to the yeah. to smithereens right. and women and children are being taken and yep. raped and, you know, yep. turned into slaves. And, right. you know, that's the church being persecuted. Yeah. Yep. We're not seeing anything no. like that over oh. here. Remember that book, um, Jesus Freaks? Yep. You know, yep. maybe people should read some Jesus freaks, yeah. you know, because that's persecution, you know, yeah. and that's, that's, that's being tested. Yeah. And you know what? I don't, I don't want to be tested like that. No, you know? and <laughs> that's what, you know, we always, we always talk about it as pastors, like, okay, right. so whatever message you're going to preach yes. on, you're going to be tested <laughs> yeah. on. Right. Yeah, so be we careful, man. We don't want to be tested <laughs> on persecution. We're joking. Hey, but dude, um, I want to talk about this a little bit more about the mass things because it was really cool. Cause I was listening to uh, pastor Tanner was talking from Calvary yeah. over there and he was going through a uh, first Corinthians chapter eight. Okay. And first uh, Corinthians chapter eight, it just says, um, it's talking about the liberty really. You know, and so be aware, yeah. uh, lest somehow this liberty of yours becomes a stumbling block to those who are weak, right? Oh, yeah. And so one of the things that Good he was idea. talking about, and he kind of talked about it, and, and I think he kind of brought it all in together, but um, but one of the things that he was sharing about in the very beginning was masks and hugging. Yeah. And, um, and so he was talking about how if you want to wear your mask, wear your mask. Yeah. If you don't want to wear your mask, then don't wear your mask. Like right. some people believe that masks are causing this and this and this. Yeah. Others are believing that not wearing masks are causing this and this and this. Bottom line is let's keep the six foot rule. You know, that separation rule. Let's, let's, yeah. let's keep that going. And, um, and let's not put down each other. Like if one wants to wear yeah. a mask, don't make that person feel uncomfortable. You know, like there's places where I go into and, and if I go into large gatherings, I'm wearing a mask, Yeah, you know, and, and honestly, dude, this is just a great excuse because as you know, like you got really sick in January yeah. And then our whole family ended up getting sick. And so I kind of wanted to start wearing masks anyways, like when I would go into like Lowe's or a grocery store or something like that. So it gives me a great excuse because man, dude, when you go through that stuff, it's like, you don't want that in your house. Right. And but the masks, I think are a form of showing like, um, me and Andrea, me and mommy were talking about this yesterday and she was sharing like the masks are a way of showing love, you know, like you're, yeah. you're showing that you want to protect others, you know, like, you don't know if you're a carrier or not a carrier, you know? So, um, it's, right. it's a huge controversy, like, but like everybody says, okay, yeah, the mask does nothing for you. Right. Okay. But what it does do is it blocks your spit yeah. <laughs> and stuff from traveling on other people. Yep. And, yep. you know, it could at least probably block the spit. Yeah. Particle. I don't, you know, I'm not a scientist. Right. I'm not a doctor. Yep. And I'm not going to try to tell you what yep. is it. And that's why, I leave that right. for the scientists yes. and the doctors. Yes, you dude. know, I'm yeah. not going to get online and say, "Hey, you know, I have a PhD in nothing, <laughs> and so <laughs> here, this is what you should be doing to right. protect yourself yeah. from coronavirus." Yeah. Or, 
hey, I don't work for the government, right. so I'm not going to sit here and, and throw out some government conspiracy ideas right. about how this is all corruption, you yeah. know? And, yep. hey, you know, that's the great part about living in America is we can all have our, our ideas Dude, totally, man. and our own thoughts. Yep. And that's what's so great about being a Christian as yep. well yep. is, yeah, the Lord gives us this freedom. And this liberty, you right? Know? Yeah, yes. he gives us this liberty. Yeah. But I don't want to abuse it. And yeah. the thing is, is I don't want to turn somebody that's not a Christian away. Right. Right. It's, yep. it's the same reason why, um, you know, we set examples. Yep. Right. We're, we're the example. Yep. People view Christ through us. Yeah. yeah and totally so when yeah. you're being like super confrontational and stuff. Right. Let's just say on Facebook or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. Like that's not really... I don't. I don't. Can't imagine Jesus having a Facebook account <laughs> and going on there and being like, "Hey, yeah, Justin, you know, I think your ideas are stupid about the yeah, master." Right. I don't know. You yeah. know, it's it's just to me, like like you said, it, it comes down to like what mommy was talking about with love. Yeah, it's all about like this is one is. thing that separated Springs of Life. Yeah. When we were at Springs of Life and it probably it's probably still carrying it on. But, yeah, I'm sure. Um when we were at Springs of Life, Springs of Life was built on pillars of grace and love. Yep. And that's yep. what we stood for. Yeah. And people knew that. Yeah. And when you came to that church, you knew that you're going to be loved on, no you weren't going to be judged. Yep. We are going to give you the same grace that God has given us. Yep. Yep. And that's what I want everybody to feel. Yeah. That's, that's what the best part about being a Christian is, is the love that you get from God. Yeah. The amazing grace that he's poured on you for just the awful things that we've done. And, you know, maybe the not awful things that we've done, just little sins, whatever. Yeah. He just has so much grace and love for us. And that's what we should be portraying. Right. Yeah. That's what we want to give out. Dude, I, I 100% agree with you, man. And I, I think it is a shame, you know, that when we um, do get caught up in stupid stuff, you know, and we get critical yeah. and we just um, get, you know, into Yeah, we fall into and, it. We fall yeah, into it too. We all, we all do, yeah. you know, and it's, and it's frustrating, you know, but we, um, we just, we do, we try to pour out that grace and love on others, you know, and the mercy that we've been given. Yeah. And so that's... Um, that's even what we have to do even when people get controversial, you know, yeah. and it's just kind of try to squash it, you know, and like, Hey, you know what? I get, you're very passionate about this, you know, and that's awesome that you're so passionate about this, but you know what? We're going to side on like you do you and, and I'll do me and yeah, you know, and, and let's just keep loving the Lord, you know? Right. And like I said, these are non-essential things. Right. Yes. If you're going to tell me like, Hey, Christ didn't die on the cross, then yeah, okay, that's going to bring confrontation, you <laughs> yeah, know, dude. Or Jesus or never rose rise. again, right. you yep. know, like that's yep. going to bring confrontation. That's huge stuff. That, yeah. That's when you stand up for your, yeah. for your thing. And hey, you know what? Yeah. Stand up for your rights. Yes. I agree. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it reminded me of this thing, man. <laughs> I told you about this, but so if you guys live in Lake Arrowhead or if you know where the street Matterhorn is, <laughs> There's this one dude, and it just it makes me laugh every time. And I just smile at this guy when I drive by him. I just saw him out there last week again. Okay, so Matterhorn, it's it's like a street that uh, people live on, but it's yeah. not like a main street. It's not a main street. Right. Like 
you know, it probably gets a good amount of traffic, right? Not, not barely, you know, yeah, not as much as like if you're on North Bay or yeah. on a highway right. or, or something like that. Yeah. And there's this dude and he's probably like, <laughs> gosh, I don't know. He's got to be like mid sixties to late sixties, you yeah. know? And he's just standing out there with this sign that says, stand up for your rights. <laughs> <laughs> And I just like I just look at him and I smile, you know, and I'm just like, man, you know, it's people, you know, like oh, yeah, I dude. love it, right? You know, and yeah. I think it's it's so cool that we're just able to do that kind yeah. of stuff here. Yeah, dude, you know? it's America, man. It's it's America. Right. It's just so funny to yeah. me. You got this guy. <laughs> he's old. He's retired. Yeah. That's all he wants to do. He's. I just imagine like him, like telling his wife, "Honey." I'm going out with my sign today. <laughs> and, you know, she's like, okay, go, honey, get, him, dear. Yeah, go, go get him. You know, <laughs> like, I can just imagine how that conversation would be like for Desi and I or something. You yeah. Know? Yeah. But you know, honestly, it's probably like the same thing people see or people say when they see a Christian mm-hmm. posted up with the sign that says, Hey, come and pray with me. Yeah, or let me pray for you or right. something. Like I yeah. remember when Joey was doing that. Oh yeah, that was for cool. for a long time here in town. Yeah, and um, we're gonna start doing that too. Yeah, we're gonna. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, you guys, we got some stuff coming. Yeah, we do for you guys. Super excited. Yeah. So, but yeah, I remember that too, man. When he just put a sign out and just be like, "Come pray with me," you know. But yeah, yeah, dude, I think that. Um, all right, just one last little yeah, no. kick on this, and then we'll get Go. going with our other <laughs> <Yeah>. part. <laughs> but, dude, it kind of reminds me of, <clears throat> like, when you when you go to, uh, I, okay, let me just do it for instance, and I'm not sure if I've ever shared this or not on here, but if I did, please forgive me. But I remember I had this, I had this, uh, um, this friend with me, uh, and it was when I was working at Coca-Cola, and I was driving, and I was training, you know, and, um, and this friend had just come to Christ. And, uh, and so super stoked, you know, and he was one of those, mm-hmm. like, dude, the typical thing was, was that somebody would get in a truck with me and they'd have to be in the truck with me for two weeks while yeah. I trained them. And even if they're only with me for a day, like I had this reputation of being a Jesus follower at Coca-Cola. So they'd hop in the truck with me and they would be like, Hey man, I know that you're a Christian and I don't want to hear any of it. And be like, <laughs> All right. don't even worry about it, dude. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything, you know? And by the end of the day, they'd be crying. So they'd turn be on air one. Tell, tell me their story. <laughs> no, we'd have no radio. We'd have oh, no yeah. air conditioning. Yeah, our trucks right, were yeah, I forgot about junk. That. But anyways, by the end of the day, dude, they would just be crying. They'd be weeping, tell me yeah. their life story, and I'd be praying with them. And I wouldn't even start off, right? Anyway, so I'm with a friend who was the same way. He, uh, you know, six months later, he ended up giving his life to Christ. Totally did it like this 180 degree change, right? Yeah. So he goes in the store. I'm out, um, and this dude, these these two dudes come up to me, and they're like, "Hey, man, can we talk to you?" I'm like, "Sure," you know. And, and, I, and the spirits already tell me like that they're Christians, you know, and they're gonna try to get you to come to me. And so I'm like, "All right," I'm like, "What's going on?" They're like, "Well, um, do you know where you're gonna go when you die?" And I was like, "Yes, I'm gonna go to heaven." And they're like, "Do you know how you're gonna get to heaven?" <laughs> And I'm like, yes, because Jesus Christ died for me on the cross and I received him. Yeah. Well, how do you know that you really received him? And I'm like, is this really? So then I just started getting frustrated. I was like, is this really your guys' opening line? Yeah. Like, do you know where you're going to go when you die? You know, or 
without Jesus, you're going to go to hell. Like that's such a turnoff. Yeah. Like guys, like, do you know right. that you're turning me off right now? And I'm a Christian yeah. and I'm actually I'm a, a pastor and I'm teaching people and yeah. you're turning me off, you yeah. know? And so I think that we really need to be careful as Christians not to mm-hmm. turn people off, you know? And just because like when I think about Jesus, like with that lady at the, um, at the well, you yeah. know, and he goes up to her and he's like, Hey, give me a drink, you know? And, and, and it's like new. And she's like, what are you doing asking me for a drink? You know, like I'm, I'm this foreign person. You're not even supposed to be near me, you know? Right. And he didn't go up to her and say like, Hey, do you know without me, you're going to hell? You know, he just sparked this conversation, (laughs) you know, and he just hung out with her and then, you know, he didn't condemn her for, you know, having all those different husbands and all that stuff. Like he just literally spent some time with her. By the time that she was done, she could feel the love walking away and she's preaching to the city. You know? Yeah. And so it's like, hey, I think that we need to be careful of that, you know? And I think that, like, if we get into this controversial topic of, like, masks, you know, or, Mm -hmm. you know, whether you shake hands or whether this is real or not real or, you know, um, I think as a church, we need to be really careful of that. Yeah, it reminds me of um, when I was at the Bible college, and I I never did it. Um, but they had this ministry where, um, they'd go down to Hollywood and, um, they'd bring like a megaphone and stuff and, you know, (laughs) street witnessing, yeah, street Mm -hmm. witnessing, you know, and they, they'd be like, I remember like this one dude got arrested and stuff for, you know, yelling at people and, and I, I can only imagine like what he was saying probably, <laughs> you know, like probably telling people they're going to hell and, you know, just living in sin yeah. and, you know, you're living in sin, you're going to hell. You yeah. Know? Like right. Just, yeah. I can only imagine that was probably what was going oh, on. Sure. Yes. And, um, you know, it just makes me think like there was a time where I was in Hollywood and I was going to the mm-hmm. clubs mm-hmm. and, you know, and I'd be drinking and, yep. And being stupid and stuff, you know, and, and if there was some Christian dude standing out in the corner yelling at me, telling me I'm going yeah. to hell like that, yeah. that would not have made me want to become a Christian. Right. Like, I'm just going to throw yeah. that out there. You right. know, it would, yes. it would not have brought me closer to Christ. Yeah. It would have pushed me away yeah. from Christ. And I, yeah. and you know, like there's so many, um, like everybody has this different view of what Christ is yeah. to them right now. You you ask anybody in the world yeah. what they imagine Christ is like, whether they're a Christian or not, yeah. you know. But say you're yelling at, or just let's just say, for example, that guy, those yeah. two guys that came and talked to you yeah. about Christ. Like, what if that was your only time hearing yes. about Christ? Right. And you imagine Christ as this aggressive, you know, not kind, like just mean God. Right. Like how some people say how God was in the old Testament, right? right? Judgmental and not like all that. Like, and so it's just really important to like, just how you, how you interpret God, like how you push God onto people is it can make an everlasting impact. Yep. Yeah. You know, and it's so, that's just with all that to say. Yeah. <laughs> we say this. Restart. Restart. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't even know how we got on that, guys. Reset. But I man, know. you know, I know. It, it is so true though, dude. And I could tell you this that I told those guys, 
Yeah. By the time that I was done talking with them, they were listening. Yeah. And I told them, guys, like, I love what you're doing. Yeah. And I love street witnessing. I right. love, I it's, love the, yeah, you know, huge. like, let's just go out there and let's do what we can do for the Lord. Yeah. But please just listen to the Holy Spirit because I could guarantee you that the Holy Spirit did not tell you to, to come up to me and ask me where I was going, you yeah. know, because the Holy Spirit already knows that I'm with Christ that yeah. I'm, you know, and so. And don't try the, to talk me out of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, and, how do you know? Right. And, and be led by the spirit, you know, like, like let the Holy spirit, you know, spend some time in prayer, yeah. you know, go out and do this and, and do it out of love, you know, and do it out of grace and do it out of mercy. Do what God has called you to do, you know, and for some man, I know that I've spoken the word of God and just by reading the word of God only that draws yeah. people to Christ because that's what the Bible's for, right? Yeah. It cuts between the bone and the marrow, you know, it cuts between our soul and our spirit mm-hmm. and it speaks to us and it's alive. So all we really need to do is just even read the word of God out loud, but we need to read it with passion. We need to read it with love. We need to read it with grace. We need to read yeah. it with mercy and we need to have the right hearts. We can't have hearts that are, um, you know, full of pride. We need to have humility we need to have meekness, you know, we need to have all that stuff mm-hmm. when we're doing what we're doing. Otherwise, it turns out to be like how you were saying with your friend that was down in Hollywood, you know, or it yeah. turns out like those two guys, because they're doing the right thing in a sense, like they're going out there to try to serve the Lord. Yeah. But it's just the heart may not be in the right place. And right. So that's all I would say is just get your heart in the right place, you know, Yeah. And just do what you're going to do, you know. Living by example is yeah. the best testimony yeah like um chris valentin was talking about in this message this last week was you know how people always tell you don't follow me follow god yeah right but he said no follow me and by following me you're following god right because we're supposed to be the example yep we are supposed to be christ-like yep so if you're following me yeah then you're getting an interpretation of what god is yeah so if you're living in, in a certain way yeah. that you're not supposed to, it's right. going to be exposed. Yeah. You know, so right. you got to stay on track with the straight Lord. Straight and narrow. Yep. Straight and narrow path yep. because people are going to be watching you. Yeah. Listening to you. Yeah. Seeing what you're posting on Facebook. Yeah. They're going to, everybody's looking at that kind of stuff, right. you know? And yeah. so, yeah, it's just really important that we are Christ-like yeah. examples. Right. Yeah, that's totally. the best that's the best kind of ministry you're ever going to yep. be able to give and do. Yep. is just whatever you're doing. Yep. No, I totally agree and the apostle Paul actually says that, you know, to follow me. You yeah. know, follow my example. Right. So let's get back to um restart. Yeah. So I was talking about this uh last night. I was thinking about this and it's out of Acts 1 and 9 and I'm going to I'm just going to read this. So so check this out. So it says, um, now when he, meaning Jesus, when Jesus had spoken these things while they watched, he was taken up and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven, as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, who also said, men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing up into heaven? The same Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will so come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven. Then they returned to Jerusalem from Mount called Olivet. And uh, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day journey. And when they had entered, they went up into the upper room where they were staying. Peter, James, John, Andrew, Philip, Thomas, Bartholomew, Matthew, James, the son of Alphaeus, Simon, the zealot, and Judas, the son of James. These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, 
and with brothers. So the reason why I bring this up is because we were talking about this. Okay, so you do a reset, and then yeah. what's next? So you yeah. get everything in order, you know. So here Jesus comes and he meets up with his disciples. You know, he's hanging out with them. He's telling them what's going on, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he's taken out of their sight. So they're like, "Well, now what do we do?" You know. So basically, they they you know Jesus got them on the right track. He died on the cross. They got yeah. off on the wrong track. Jesus came back, got them on the right track. And now he's leaving them being on the right track. But these angels are saying, don't worry about it. He's coming back again. You know, and then we know what comes next is the Holy Spirit comes as they're they're waiting and praying, right? Yeah. The day of Pentecost. Yeah. So they have a reset and now they have to restart. And so that's what we were talking about, you know, is like, what do we do with the restart? You know, so now we finally got ourselves in a good place. Um, we've reset, we've looked at our lives, you know, we've looked at all these different things. And so now what's next? And I love how what these disciples did was they're like, okay, they took it all in, they gathered their thoughts, and then they all just kind of got together and they just sought out the Lord. Mm -hmm. They just started praying. Mm -hmm. And I love to think about that with the restart. You know, it's like, um, what else were we talking about? We were talking about like the Israelites, right? Yeah. And how the Israelites, yeah. <laughs> how over and over and over again, they had to get reset yeah. and they'd restart. And I think what happens is, is that you get yourself into such an awesome place, you know, like during reset time, it's kind of like repentance. And it's yeah. kind of like with the, the way that you see people, like when they're baptized, man, I mean, it's like, they're mm-hmm. so motivated to get baptized, you know, they're going through, you know, like we do three sessions with them, you know, and we just make sure that they were doing it for the right reasons and not, you know, just for um, the wrong reasons, you know, we just right. want to make sure that they knew that, Hey, water baptism doesn't save you, you know? And so we go through all those different things. And by the time that they're ready to get baptized, man, you remember their faces, you know, they oh, just yeah. be like, just so full of the Holy ghost, dude. Yep. And just like going down and coming back up and refresh. Right. Okay. Well then you hit up them up like three months later or a year later or two <laughs> years later, where are they at? Oh man, Jay, you know, gosh, that was so awesome. Then, yeah. And it's like, now I'm just like in turmoil and the, can I get baptized again? You know, it's yeah. like, no, man, you know, Jesus says you just need to do it once, you know, like, yeah. like uh, when Peter was getting his feet washed by Jesus and Jesus like wash or Peter's like, wash all of yeah, me. And he's like, up. no, dude, you just only need, you know, you've already been washed, you know? And so yeah. um, I think what happens with people is they have this time of reset. They get themselves in a really good place. And now the world is opening back up. Mm-hmm. How do you stay in that good place? Right, yeah, it's like uh, how we were taught, like the Israelites, how they make it to the promised land. They're like, all right, now what? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, dude. we want to wander for another 40 years. Yeah, and you know, like, the, it's a, it's an interesting topic because it's like, where do you go now? Mm-hmm. You know, what do you do? You're, mm-hmm. you're, some people are going back to their regular work schedules. Mm-hmm. Yep or they're just going back to work now for the first time in a few months, Yeah, you know, and, and now it's, how do you incorporate that time that you have been getting with God mm-hmm. and bring it back to your regular life? Yeah. You know, it's, yep. it's like when you're a kid and you go to summer Christian camp right? Yeah. and you yeah. have that week of just on fireness and yeah. you come back, you're like, yeah. Yeah. I love Jesus, you know. <laughs> and then you you know, a week later you all you're doing is just playing video games and you're like not even touch yeah. your Bible once or right, something. Dude. You know what or I mean? Or like the like, men's camp out. Or the, the, men's, know, the retreat. men's retreat. Yeah, dude. the men's retreat. That's yeah. a great example, you yeah. know, like it's like sixty hours of 
just crazy, just crazy time of yeah. like getting no sleep and just going after God. Right. You know, and just pouring out your hearts and people are just so on fire, ready to come back and love on their wives and just love on their children and just love yeah. on everyone. And how long does that last for? Right. So yeah. that's why, that's why we kind of just wanted to address that today. Just mm. restarting, you know, you've done this reset. Now let's restart our lives Yeah, and let's get back into it. Let's get back into Christ. Let's yeah. put them in, you know, put them in first your time in the morning yeah. or at night or right. just whenever, you know, yeah. involve him in your life. Yeah. And that's going to make getting through this time so much easier. You know, like a lot of people, you know, there's still some people in fear yeah. right now yeah. of what, Definitely. what's going on, you know, like, um, Desi's grandma got tested for COVID last night. Yeah. And, you know, she already has like, I think it was like 18% of her lungs. Yeah. That's it, right. you know. And so she got tested for COVID last night. So that's, you know, then it made us start thinking like, okay, well, when was last? Okay, Andrea was with her on Thursday and then she was at our house on Friday and mm-hmm. Sunday. Yeah. It was like, oh gosh, did the, did, she possibly spread the COVID to our family, right. you know, or, like did they this, attri- or, or did they even, yeah. Or did they get it? Get it. You yeah. Know, that's scary. Yeah. So it's, you know, these things are going to keep coming up. Right. And it's going to, it's, it's just, it's like we were just talking about with how are you going to respond? Yeah. You know, right. And we got to respond in faith and just trust in the Lord yeah. during this time. Like you're saying the, what did they do in acts? They all started coming together and praying. Yeah. You know, it's now it's time. Now we're allowed to, <laughs> we're yeah. allowed to come together. Right. You know, so let's all come together. Right. And let's get, and so speaking of coming together, yeah. you know, better together, we're going to be doing some things here where mm-hmm. we're coming together. Yeah. We're going to be having, we got a, a new canopy all set up. Yep. We're going to be setting up right here in town. Yep. We're going to be barbecuing. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yep. We're going to be um, passing out hot dogs and Bibles. Bibles and just getting some time in together. Yeah. Fellowshipping, yeah. praying, just all things that the Lord calls us to do, right? Yeah. That's, what, that's what we're going to be doing. So right. look forward to that. Yeah. Yeah, dude. No, I, I, I totally agree with you, man. It's, it's, a, it's a time to, to start, you know, moving. I, I know um, Pastor Kevin... Uh, pastor of Axe Church, he did a video, you know, about just kind of like um, <clears throat> just slowly working our way back into this. Yeah. How, you know, people want to get together and um, and that's important, but it's also important just to be cautious with it all too and just continue to follow, you know, some of the guidelines of what they're saying, you know, and um, and I think it's I think it's a very exciting time, man. And it's, um, dude, you could see like in the economy, okay, so we have a trailer and we took our trailer down to get, um, to get it waxed. We do that once a year, right? Our, an RV trailer. Yeah. And so we're down there and I'm talking with the dude and he's like, he's like, man, yeah, right when this hit, you know, he's like, everybody started pulling out. Nobody's doing, wanted any work done or anything like that. We were down to like three trailers and we're like, oh man, what are we going to do? And he's like, next thing we know, we just start getting more and more and more. And he's like, now we're turning away business. And he's like, literally turning away business because we are so busy. Mom was sharing with me the other day that the RV sales are up 400%. Dude, 400%. In the uh, industry that I'm in, in the real estate industry, um, I'm seeing that mortgage applications for for purchases, those are up. Dude, and get this, they're up so much to where they've already exceeded 
last year. Wow. So mortgage applications are already up by like 2.1% more than what they were last year. So, wow. I mean, people are ready for this restart. You know, people are ready to, to do. And I know that there's, you know, 40 million people that are in unemployment. Like, yeah. I get that. I feel terrible, you know, for those that are going out there. Like, I'm literally um, trying to get into their shoes, you know, because that's, yeah. that's what I like to do when I'm interceding for people in prayer, you know, is I want to get into their shoes so I know how to pray. And as I think about, like, um, the story that they were doing um, in, the, like, an inner city in one of... Um, I, I, I'm not sure which state, but it was an inner city and they were talking about how um, they can't have any grocery store. They don't have any grocery stores or any little markets or anything like that uh, within like 25 miles of where they're at. They have no transportation because um, all the buses quit, you know, doing transportation because of the COVID. And so they literally have no way of getting the food unless to do like Uber Eats or something like that or, or have it delivered. And since they're wow. in a poverty area, they don't have the money to be able to do that, right? Yeah. So there's people that are going into these inner cities and they're delivering food, you know, and they're taking care of the kids and they're doing all that. And, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of talk that we could talk about that. You know, it's like, yeah, well, they can't have the supermarkets in there because every time they put a market in there, a neighborhood market, it gets broken into, you know, because they're not right. respecting it. And maybe this will help them, you know, in the reset. It'll help them to respect if somebody goes in there they'll respect these supermarkets is, is kind of what yeah. you hope for. But dude, as I'm just thinking about that, I'm like, man, these poor people, you know, like that are in these inner cities and they can't get out to get food, you know, and, and, um, or they have to walk, you know, 25 miles yeah, you know, or try to find a ride or something like that. And, and that's, that's, that's heartache, dude. And so, um, so I think about that as well. And people are having to go through that right now. And that's tough, you know, but, on the, on the flip side of it, you know, when we think about the restart and we think about going back out there, you know, I think that is so important for people to stay super close to the Lord. Yeah. You know, the fear part is we were talking about that. Like I remember doing a message on that, you know, and, and I broke it down in the acronym of like forgetting everything about redemption, yeah. you know, Christ redeemed us. Mm-hmm. So like you were sharing earlier, you know, it's like we should not fear death because Christ redeemed us, right? He's already paid yeah. for us. And so we know where we're going to go. And so, um, so yeah, dude, I think as we just restart and we, maybe we could talk about this more next week cause I know we're running out of time, but yeah. Um, I think that would be a great topic. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a crazy time, you know, nobody knows how to react and respond to all this, you know? And mm-hmm. so we're just trying to, um, just use it in the best way that we can. Yeah. For ourselves. Yeah. You know? Yeah, totally, dude. And I love what you had um, talked about with prayer, man. So maybe you could share that. Oh, yeah. So there was this thing from this Devo that I saw and said, um, prayer is not God. Prayer is for us. Or, sorry, let me restart. <laughs> Reset. Reset and restart. Reset and restart. <laughs> see how easy it is, guys? Yeah, see, yeah, just like that. Okay, so prayer is not for God. Prayer is for us. God does not change. It is we who change through prayer. Mm, love that, man. Yeah. So that's that's your guys' word of encouragement for today. So good, dude. Is, you know, get out there, pray, see the change, see the change in your community. Yeah. Um, see a change in the body. Yeah. You know? Yep. And so, yeah, so that's, that's going to be it for today, you guys. Love it, dude. Love yeah. it, man. Hey, guys, I hope that you enjoyed this. Remember to uh, share and subscribe and give us five stars, you know, give us some good ratings so we could just keep on 
getting built up, man. I, I love, we love to hear the comments, you know? Yeah, please comment. Yeah. And, um, and that's, that's it, man. So yeah, next week we are going to be having another special. Oh, that's right, dude. So yeah. we'll, well, maybe we could talk about this a little bit with him. Yeah. Yeah. For that'd sure. be fun, that's dude. a great idea. Okay, cool. All right, you guys remember, remember guys, guys in, in the, the midst of life storms, storms we're, we're always better, better together. together.